Hello everyone, this is the Things I Tell My Younger Self podcast. I am your host, Ashley Seeger. This is a place where life stories are shared, the lessons that were learned, and the things we would want our younger selves to know. I've experienced a lot of things in my life, both good and bad, and I'm sharing these experiences to offer support, comfort, and hope to those who may be going through their own challenges. When I was a little girl, some members of my family had a very endearing nickname. They would call me a dumb bunny. When I would be sitting on the couch, minding my own business, contemplating life, they would sometimes just say, why are you sitting there like a dumb bunny? Or if I made a mistake because I was a child and I said something wrong or I did something without thinking about it they would say, stop acting like such a dumb bunny. And it really hurt my self-esteem, my self-confidence. And when they would call me that, I would start to feel like I was exactly that. I would almost feel it wash over me as if I really was dumb, as if I was nothing more than a stuffed rabbit sitting there. And it would make me feel worse about myself when I wondered if they were right. And all of this was compounded by the other disturbing and traumatic events that were going on on almost a daily basis when I lived with my mom. I wondered what my life was going to be like a lot of times. And the examples I had didn't offer me much hope. I remember I would think about it at night when I was going to bed. Would I be able to go to college? Would that be something that I could even attain? Would I be able to be successful someday? Or would I end up just going nowhere? I didn't have much to look forward to, I felt, when I was a kid. And I had no idea how hopeless I felt until I got out of that situation. Fast forward to my adult self when I had five kids and a semi-normal home life. My extended family members and I were at a family get-together, and I remember so many of them came up to me and said, wow, we didn't think you would turn out so well, (laughs) or good for you succeeding after all you've been through, or wow, we can't believe how well you're doing in spite of all the things you've had to go through. While I know that there wasn't malicious intent with these words, and I'm sure that they meant well. I did begin to wonder just how did everyone think I would turn out? So I asked one of my aunts that I was really close to during a very candid conversation that we were having. And I said, so how did everybody think I was going to turn out? And she told me that most everyone figured that I would follow the path of my mother. They all pretty much expected me to be a drug or alcohol addict and nearly everyone wrote me off that that was the path that I was going to take that that was where I was going to end up this was really heartbreaking to hear to realize that not only did everyone expect me to go nowhere but no one was really rooting for me either I can't think of one person in any of my family who thought that I was going to be successful And this even includes my own parents. 
perhaps I gave them good reasons at times, such as when I started going off the rails after I was sexually assaulted at the age of 13, but nobody knew. And I was trying to numb the pain of that experience with doing things that I really shouldn't have been doing at the age of 13. Or perhaps when I found out that I was pregnant at the age of 15, which again came as a semi-surprise due to how I was living at that time. But it feels like no one even considered or believed in my potential at all. Now, granted, having a baby at such a young age wasn't how I thought things would go. However, I am so grateful that I had my son. Because of him, I made the choice that he was going to have a better life. I chose to turn my life around because he became my top priority. Even when I was still pregnant with him, I felt this way. I wanted nothing more than to be a good mom and have him have a better life than I had experienced. I still finished high school, and back then, there were not many options. We had brick and mortar schools, which I did try to attend, but it became a big challenge having to take my son to daycare and then trying to make it to first period in time. There was the other option before online school became popular, and it was to take your classes by mail. Yep, the old stamp and letter kind of mail. And I had to complete my assignments and finish my readings. And then I had to send it in to get them graded and then sent back in. It took a long process, but I still did it. And I had a few people in my corner that I felt were cheering for me. After I had my oldest, I then, of course, went on to have five more kids with my first husband. And then after my divorce, I was remarried and have two more kids with my husband that I'm married to now. I obtained not one, but two master's degrees. And I have overcome so many obstacles that were in my way. Things that I never thought I would experience, sometimes they would knock me down and I felt like I didn't know how I was going to get through them. But still, even through all of those things, all of the successes, all of the wins, all the things that went right, there are still members in my own family that seem to think that I'm going to mess up at any moment. It's almost like they're expecting me to like let the ball drop. I still have family members that don't think I'm good enough. They think I'm irresponsible. They think that I'm just not as successful as I am. And it really hurts. But you know what I would tell my younger self? I would tell her to keep reaching for her goals and where she wants to be. To not give up, even when the obstacles seem insurmountable to keep pressing forward. I would tell her that because so many people don't believe in her ability to succeed, that when she does reach those goals, it will be that much sweeter. I would tell her that while it might be nice to have others believing in her success, ultimately it's her that has to do the work either way. And if she relies too heavily on others for approval and help with reaching her goals, she might be let down because not everyone has something to lose if she doesn't succeed. And I would tell her that she is so awesome for showing up, even when life was really hard and how amazing it is that she kept pushing forward, even when she had to finish high school by mail and 
that she sometimes had to do it all alone. I would also remind her that how others choose to live does not mean that we are destined to follow that same path. I would tell her how capable she is to break the generational trauma and curses and habits, to live a better life, and to have so much more than she ever thought possible when she was a young girl feeling hopeless about her future. And also that if even if those of her family diminish or don't even acknowledge her success, that she is still amazing for all that she's done. And it's okay if she is the only one cheering for herself at that at times. I hope we can all try to do better to support others on their journey. It's important to not write people off because of our limited understanding. We all have potential for greatness. We all have potential to change our course if we are going down a wrong path. We have that within us to do better and to be better. And I hope that we can recognize that within ourselves and with others to help them reach their full potential as well. And I hope you have a great day. Thanks for joining me for this episode on Things I Tell My Younger Self. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to subscribe or leave a review wherever you get your podcasts.